This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for April 22nd, episode 2918, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. I can't take it anymore. Thank God it's Friday. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. Work all week so that we can eat and own a little piece of God's ground. Pushing papers and pens, red tape never ends. The stress can turn a smile into a frown. I need some horsing around. Well, I have a what would you do question for all of you on this Friday morning. Ian Orser from Grand Forks, British Columbia, was at his job site. He's a plumber with his daughter. And uh, his daughter, Megan, had three dogs that tagged along while they worked. You know, British Columbia, pretty rural. Suddenly, Ian and Megan heard yowling and screeching coming from outside. So Megan ran out to see what the commotion was. At first, Ian assumed the dogs had gotten into a fight, you know, because three dogs are getting fights. But when Megan screamed and shouted, it's a cougar, Ian's heart dropped. He ran outside and saw the full-grown cougar dragging one of the dogs away down the driveway. Oh, my God. So I'm going to ask you before I tell you the rest of the story, what would you do? Bye! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just kidding cougars are pretty big dog. they are not small cats <laughs> oh my god I, I don't know what i would do that's terrifying i mean i guess i'll bang on some pots and pans or something i don't know well ian is a manly man from canada and uh, all he could think to do was kick the cougar in the head so he ran to the cougar and started kicking it several times until he let go of the dog however the big cat didn't run <laughs> okay. So okay. so you run down and your instinct is, you know, get him to drop the dog. And then you've got a problem once you've kicked him in the head and pissed him off that he drops the dog and then he doesn't run away. So apparently Didn't you say there's a moose coming to <laughs> yeah, you better yeah. run. <laughs> You're in Canada. It happened. So Ian tried to appear big and scary and chew the feline away. Apparently he got a stick and started banging on the ground, jumping up and down and screaming. That's what they say to do with bears. I'm not sure if that's what you do with a cougar. But apparently the cougar backed off and they managed to hop into their pickup truck and drive away with the dogs and took the uh, nine-year-old Red to the vet. By the way, I have good news. Red is alive and doing well, but uh, she needed about 20 stitches for the wounds on her back, chest, neck, and legs. Uh, She's on painkillers and antibiotics. No kidding. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) Uh, Wow, that's intense. Now, Ian did say, his quote is, it may not have been the smartest decision, uh, but without his bravery and dedication, the dog would be lunch right now. So... um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'd have the bravery to kick the cougar in the head. 
Here, kitty, 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 kitty. I don't think I can do it. Come on, kitty, kitty. I really don't think I can do it. Could you do it? Um, I don't know. I mean, if it had your child, maybe, but one of your dogs. That's the thing. Is like I have this innate. Once you have a child. And 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 even without a child, with your pets too, you have this innate like mama bear instinct. So I, I can't say I wouldn't, but I might. The second that it let go of the dog and didn't run, I would probably be like, oh, "This is how I die." Like <laughs> yeah. this is how I die. And and I don't know if I would. I probably would have run away. And then it would have chased me and take me down. You'd be reading this story about this girl <laughs> who went out and kicked a cougar in, in the Canada. head yeah. and then was murdered by a cougar as she ran away. A whole different story. <laughs> well, Craig Craig Waldron's joining us today, and he's going to tell us about the new trails and horse campground being built at Camp McClellan, and that's in Arkansas, I believe. Uh, there's also a new app I want to tell you guys about, and some really bad ads today as it's well. It's actually in Alabama. It's oh, in Alabama. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's interesting because one of the requests we had in one of our surveys was people wanted to hear about more local stuff, you know, in the United States. So that's, we're going to try and give you some more local things. So for people who live in the South, this is your first local thing. Maybe. Maybe. If he comes on. <laughs> yeah. um, we have some daily winnies to do, though. So let's start with those. We have three auditor birthdays this weekend. Erica Harvey, Melissa Sandis, and Luke Webb. Happy birthday to all of you. We hope you have a fantastic weekend. I need the happy birthday sound, too. Go. Oh, okay. That Winnie is the sound of my old dear friend, Chili. He lives on forever because of his incredibly frenetic Winnie that is. <laughs> it's insane. incredibly annoying Winnie. <laughs> and I would like to say to all the people whose horses just freaked out in the barn, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I would also like to wish a happy birthday to my BFF. She hasn't called me back since her birthday. I don't know if the gift is confirmed that she got it, but, you know, I mean, she'll call any day. Uh, her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II <laughs> celebrated her 96th birthday yesterday. And, oh, my gosh, this is, like, so viral. The Royal Windsor Horse Show released a photo of her with two, I thought bell ponies were all black. That's what I I said that to Jennifer as soon as I saw the picture. It's She's holding these two beautiful white ponies. Oh, my God. It's the cutest picture I've ever seen. Oh, I just love her. I just love I just want to hug her. God. And, and I want to hug the fell ponies, too. They are the coolest ponies. Yeah, they I really like to are. those, too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they were cleaned to an inch of their life. Oh, uh, yeah. They were, you know, they're pretty much white ponies. And they were just spotless. <laughs> A lot of green spot remover on those, too. Uh, by the way, that was Nightingale and Katie were the names of the ponies there. Uh, but that picture was everywhere. I, I must have seen it a thousand times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mainstream cool. news everywhere. Hey, you know, you got, what, two horses from the prison system, right? 
I did. I adopted two Mustangs from the prison system up in Carson City, Nevada at the Northern Nevada Correctional Center, Zeus and Thor. Well, there's a big prison in Roscommon, Ireland, that now has built a barn, has built a barn and is bringing in horses. They have a new... Uh, they're actually giving a course at the prison, uh, and they're calling it Horses for Hope, and Horses of Hope, and the inmates actually named it. And it's the first of its kind in Europe. So there's been no prisons with a horse program before. And wow. they modeled it after the American, and apparently the Australians do it too. So they modeled it after that, and they're offering this course to prisoners. It's a 12-week course where they learn all the skills of taking care of horses and everything. They're not breaking, you know, they're not uh, gentling uh, Mustangs. Uh, but uh, they are going to be, in Ireland, you get a certificate for taking horsemanship courses. They're actually going to get the certificate. So it's a recognized oh, certification course. And the hope is that when they come out, they will actually be able to get a job working with horses and racetracks mm-hmm. or somewhere else. So they'll, they'll be qualified and be able to work, you know, and, and get a job. So they're, uh, they're hoping to do it in more of the uh, prisons in Ireland. And well, I just hope it works out for them because, you know, obviously it worked out, works out pretty well in Nevada there. Yeah, the recidivism rate is extremely low, and that's a, the rate of people that actually go back to prison is like 2% or something. It's crazy how well it works. So I wish them all the best. It'd be fun to get somebody on from there. Yeah, I, we might not understand a word they say, but we could try. <laughs> <laughs> Ireland's like, not as bad as some parts of Scotland, and and then Wales would just forget it. We, just, we would need a translator. <laughs> I have a friend in Wales. I beg her all the time, and she's like, no. She won't come on? on. No, because I th- I think probably <laughs> she's she's probably a little insecure about her accent. I I would assume. Well, and didn't one of your Monty Roberts friends just have a birthday yesterday? I don't know. Oh yeah, Denise did. Yes, did. she's she been was, on the show before, right? She has. She's been on the show several times. She's German. Yeah, that's right. I thought that was her. I thought she had a birthday yesterday. So happy birthday to Denise too. Well, we're going to go to Kentucky Performance Products, hear from them, and then we're going to get to our first guest and learn about something that's going on. You know, this is part of the Backcountry Horsemen of America. You know, they they maintain the trails and all across this country, and, and now they're creating new ones. So I think this is a cool program. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. If you've ever had a horse with diarrhea, you know what a frustrating problem it can be. Finding an ingredient that works to dry up the diarrhea becomes a high priority. It turns out that researchers have found one, a yeast called Saccharomyces boulardii. It has been proven to improve and halt episodes of diarrhea. It supplies specific nutrients to the lining of the small and large intestines, and these nutrients promote healing of irritated tissues. It also supports improved starch and sugar digestion in the small intestine, reducing the opportunity for imbalances to occur in the hindgut. Nalox Advanced, made by Kentucky Performance Products, contains Saccharomyces boulardii, along with a blend of fermentation solubles and stomach buffers. Nalox Advanced is recommended for horses of any age that are suffering from diarrhea. 
It also supports a healthy digestive tract in horses at risk for gastric or colonic ulcers, such as performance horses or any horse that is constantly on the go and exposed to stressful situations. For best results, Nalox Advanced should be fed on a daily basis. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Well, we're always excited in the horse world when there's new horse trails that we can ride on around the country. And Craig Waldron is with us from Camp McClellan Trails. Hi, Craig. How are you? Good. Where's Camp McClellan? Well, we're just off I-20, so you're kind of between, we're in Alabama. Okay, we're in Anniston, Alabama, and from here, it's probably an hour to Birmingham on Highway 20 or about an hour and a half to Atlanta Airport. So we're right on I-20. And was uh, Camp McClellan an actual, was it a Civil War? Was it uh, a military camp? It was a a military camp. It's got quite a history. We've got... uh, well, in 1999, the uh, Fort McClellan Army Base was closed down, and it became under the McClellan Development Authority. And then uh, in 2018, we acquired the land from part of the land. We have 900 acres. There's oh, wow. 10,000 acres on the military base, but we got 901 acres. And uh, the neat part about it was the trails are so wide because the tank they trained uh, for Vietnam War here for a small period of time. But so a lot of the roads are wide enough that three people can ride and talk together. And then off of those tank roads, we have loops through the forest. And uh, so then that's the typical, you know, one behind the other type horseback riding. This is really cool. 900 acres, that's a fairly large plot. But do you have to ride around the bombs that haven't exploded from practice? or No, that's no. all been cleared. Okay, that's good. That's all been cleared. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it's not that exciting. <laughs> so how... So, we have... Go ahead. so was it the Backcountry Horsemen of America that did it, that actually got the land? No, we uh, we tried and we tried, and then they wanted to sign a contract. And Backcountry Horsemen really isn't involved in the. We are a volunteer group, okay, to maintain the trails. So uh, the county commissioner uh, J.D. Hess, which just turned out to be a life send, this was always his goal to have horseback riding. His daughter rides, and so he's very much involved in our area. And so he got the county to purchase the land for a dollar the 900 acres, and so we have a a contract with them to maintain the trails. The county, go ahead. Did I see you built a big barn or something there too? Yes, we we have built a 32-stall horse barn out of the wood. We brought in a a mill, and we cut the the trees down, and we made uh, our 32-stall barn, which is 60 by 80, out of that wood. And then we have, uh, we're building a large uh, store, it'll be a country store, where you can get, get a bite to eat or buy some junk or whatever you need, extra low wood or, you know, whatever you need. We've, uh, we've got 50 campsites in, in place now of our planned 200 campsites. Oh, wow. 
This could be a fairly so large we, place then. Oh yeah. And uh we just got in water, so the the, the water has been run now to the horse barn and down to our pavilion. We have a sixty by eighty concrete floor pavilion with a fireplace on one end, kind of looks like if you go to a cracker barrel. And uh so it's covered and we have parties down there. We had a, a group uh what is it? Uh it's a large horseback group. They just came in. We've also had a Horseback by America. Uh, that's a that was a funny one. And then Absolutely Alabama TV Channel Six came out and did a did a uh, great coverage. And is this but Best of America? Yeah, Best of America, the TV show. You mean? Yes. Yeah. They're coming back. Oh, was that right? Yeah. He said, we very seldom go back, but everybody wants to come back. And I said, well, they're certainly welcome. So we usually get a big chuck wagon out there and then put together the food for them. And uh, we try to entertain them while they're here. That's very cool. And is this the kind of place that anybody can come to? Does he need a reservation? Can they come out and just park and ride? How's it work? Park and ride. And right now, until we get the electricity in and the uh, into the campsites and the water down into the campsites, it's 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 just five dollars uh, to ride uh, per day, and uh, if you want to camp, it's ten dollars. Uh, we've got uh, let's see, we've got well, that, uh, that's the right price. <laughs> can't beat that. Yeah, we've got a bathhouse planned. We have uh, we just I just got the wood delivered for our arena. It's a seventy-five by one fifty horse arena for those that like to ride in the arena where we can have some events. We also support Sassy Tales, which is a, a program for special needs kiddos. Oh, wow. Okay. So, we, yeah, we have a small arena set up for them, and uh, we, uh, one of our volunteers bought a big ramp so the kiddos can walk up the ramp and get on the horse, and our horses are all volunteer horses. They just stand around and do their thing. But we have a, a person on each side of that horse and then a leader of the horse, and the kids actually are required to do things not it's just not a little ride they have a pole and they can knock off old teddy bears and knock off little ponies and so we we it's a good training and then they can paint horses and we have a cow with a steer you know they can rope a steer if they want to so it's it's a good program it really is and this is near talladega national forest isn't it yes yeah in fact a lot of us used to ride at talladega because it was so close there in Heflin, Alabama. But now that we've got this, it's it's so much nicer. It really is. But and they're both good places to ride. Is the terrain flat, hilly, a little bit of everything? It's a little on the rocky side. Okay. Uh, now, most of the trails, uh, because of the tank trails, they're pretty decent. They're very, very small rocks. But uh, we've got a couple of trails that are... I would say advanced in rough because it goes straight up the hill, but they got some beautiful views. And then we've got some other just reg- regular through the trees. Beautiful, beautiful. And uh, well, it, it, he, as he said, this is in Alabama. It's actually, uh, if you look at Birmingham and to look at Atlanta, you're, you're pretty much in the middle there, you know, across the state line. So uh, mm. on Route 20 that goes between Atlanta and Birmingham, we were on that road actually in our trip uh, last year. So I know exactly where you are. This is very cool. You know, we're always excited when we see new trails and new things happening. You, we, we are getting so much land taken away from us as trail riders that when we see new land coming in, we like to highlight it because it doesn't happen very often. 
wall through. And we ju- I just learned that uh, in Montgomery, uh, Oak Mountain State Park is now like going to be doubled. And it's designed for bike and horseback riding. <laughs> so uh, that's a neat, close second place you can ride. And then down in uh, Cullum, Alabama, they are putting in a large horse place, uh, 5,000-seat air-conditioned arena, uh, 300 uh, stalls, campsites. So we are getting to be, well, in Alabama, it's a $2.4 billion industry, but nobody really ever talked about it, you know, an equine industry. Um, most of the trail magazines show bikes and boats, and we do have kayaking. In fact, a lot of our horseback riders uh, throw the kayaks in the back of the horse trailer when it's too hot to, to go, and there's great kayaking around here. So we've got a lot to offer. You guys are becoming a uh, horse capital, and, and it's cool that so many more people are hearing about it. Yes. Yeah, I'd love to get more people coming all the time. And we are looking at expanding our trails, hopefully in the future, because we know that if there's more trails and longer distances, people will stay longer with us. So that's why we're, we're building the 200 campsites. We've, we've got a vision. Now I do have one last question for you uh, is our carriages allowed seeing you have wider roads because of the tanks or do you allow carts and carriages? Yes, very much. Good. Cool. We have, there used to be a, um, not a mule team, maybe it wasn't mules, and they were pulling carts, but I haven't been able to locate them yet. So maybe your people know how to get a contact me, but we will do whatever we can for them. But they're, the roads are, are great, and they pull right out of our campsite. And so uh, they're welcome. Very good. Well, I'll post a link to the website uh, right here in our show notes so that people can find it. It sounds like you're going to really have a destination place now. It's called Camp McClellan Trails. And thank you for joining us today and good luck. uh, Good luck on the place. All right. Yes. Camp McClellan Horse Trails. Sounds good. Thank you, Craig. All right. Thank Thank you for your time. Talk to you later. You know, that's one of the problems we have as carriage drivers is anytime Jennifer and I say, hey, let's go try this place and bring the horses there. We always have to go first without the just walk it to see if it's wide enough for the carriage. It's something mm-hmm. that, we, you know, you do have a problem when when you have a cart. Is it wide? Enough? I have a solution. Yeah. Don't just ride get the on cart. the damn horse. <laughs> <laughs> this does sound cool. It sounds like Alabama is going to be the place to be when trail riding here soon. So that's cool. Let's talk about Purina. All right. Well, the PhD equine nutritionist at Purina Animal Nutrition tackle problems using science. Their love of horses keeps them at it until they get it right. Even with the most established feeds, they keep innovating. Even when it takes years of research, they don't stop until it's just right. They're dedicated to the scientific method, but science can't capture that special feeling of seeing a horse reach their full potential. It takes science and love to help your horses live their best life. Put Purina's research to the test at horseinnovation.com. So Instagram, let's talk about Instagram for a second. Instagram, I'm too old for Instagram. There you go. And why, <laughs> why is that? It's because Instagram has become this joke, this meme, as a place where all the beautiful people go and just take beautiful pictures, right? I read about this thing this morning, what you're about to say. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I actually downloaded it this morning and took Did my first you? picture. Yes. So, 
So Instagram has really become a joke in a way because it's not real life, right? And you see it on TV shows now. This is an Instagrammable shot. It's become a thing where it's just for beautiful people or YouTubers to take Instagram photos and it's not real life. It's, you know, and then you put 12 filters on it and, you know, nobody looks the same anyway. So there is a company that came out with an app that is fighting against that. This is so cool. I thought about this and I was like, mm, I can get on this. Well, I did this morning. It was kind of fun, actually. So it's called Be Real. All one word. B-E-R-E-A-L. It's on. It's also on Apple and Android at the same time. Usually it only comes out with Apple and Android has to wait, but it's both. It's a French company. Uh, it's a reason I haven't joined TikTok is they're Chinese and I just didn't want to. But this is a French company and it was old GoPro employees that started it. So... They got sick of the whole Instagram, you know, life being perfect thing when it's really not. And they wanted to post, they wanted people to post unvarnished glimpses of their everyday lives. Well, how do you force people to do that? They came up with the most clever way. I think just think this is brilliant, actually. So what it is, you download the app and during the day sometime, your day, they, it's by time zone, they give you, they notify you and give you a two minute window to take a picture. You don't know when that is. It changes every day. So if you get the notification, you have two minutes to take a picture. But what it does, it's clever, is it uses the front and back camera. So you're taking a picture. You post your point at whatever you're looking at at that moment, but it's also taking a selfie of you at the same time. And you see both in the pictures that you scroll through. So it's... Well, here's what I like about this. (laughs) Because I have people that are like, they'll talk about, oh, I saw on Facebook you did this or saw on Facebook. And I'm like, I didn't even know you were looking at it. Like, I'm like, click like every now and then so I know you're there, you know, at least so I know somebody saw it. This one, you, if you don't post, you can't see what your friends post. Well, that's it. If you miss your two-minute window that day, you don't get to see any other pictures in, in in the timeline until the next day. I am like, I'm already like wordled out. Have you heard of Quirtle? Yes, yes. I wordled, I wordled is, out a long time ago because you know me yeah, in but English. I still do Wordle, <laughs> but now there's Quirtle, which is four at a time and it's insane. My sister-in-law who's like super smart sent it to me and I'm like, no, I'm not smart enough. Uh, but the, this looks pretty cool. Do you like want me to go? Can I can it. tell you a couple quick examples of people's pictures. I'm, I just went to the okay. Discovery tab right now and you just scroll through pictures, right? And you right. see their selfie and you see what they're looking at. Here's a lady having a picnic and it looks like your side kids by side? It, they're, they're, the little pictures uh, in the top left corner that's the selfie of the big picture but you can kick, click on the selfie and they switch it's kind of cool the other thing is when you like something you're not allowed to use your standard emojis and smiley face and thumbs up when you first click an emoji it makes you take a picture of yourself doing the emoji like oh, So when you see the emojis come up, it's picked like I did a thumbs up and I did a smiley face, right? But you see the picture of the person doing it. Um, So that's kind of cool. That was something they did different. Okay, here's a second one. And it's of the person's cat. Um, And here's here's the third one of an Oreo cookie. And then in the selfie, she's eating another Oreo cookie. Uh, Here's a picture of a Chinese market somewhere. I don't know. Um, it's just China? these random pictures, but it's not. There's no filters, by the way. You can't filter anything. They don't even give you a chance. Here's a lady laying in bed and looking at her wall. 
Um, I imagine there's going to be a lot of those depending on what time you get the two-minute warning. Uh, it's just, here's some, a dance class. Uh, it's just, here's somebody's bed covered in junk. Man, you need to clean your okay, house. This is like listening to somebody's dream. I know, but it. It, it's just bizarre because you just see what people are doing at that moment. It's There's no filter to it. So I kind of liked it. Yeah, that's, that's what I had. What was wrong with Instagram to me was uh, you basically, you take it, you can, at the point that I tried it, you can only post one picture at a time, but you had to like pick the filter. Yes. And I was like, I just, I don't want to, f- this is too much work. Well, and this <laughs> takes post it. two seconds because you take the picture, it takes both at the same time and you're done. I mean, it posts that you're done. You can put a comment on the picture, but I'm seeing that most people don't. Um, so anyway, I'm Glenn the Geek on there, all one word, Glenn the Geek. So if uh, if you're joining, uh, I don't have any friends, so friend me because I'm kind of <laughs> kind of lonely on Be Real okay, right what's now. What's it called? I'm Be Real, B E R E A L. And for all of you that didn't join TikTok because of the Chinese, this is French, so you're you're, you're okay, oh, unless you hate the French. Um, but it's doing well. Apparently, it's grown 315% since January. It's started to take it look, off. What does the little like icon look like? Is it a black square with Be yes, Real that's it. and white? Okay. Yeah, it's back square with the words one. Be Real. That's it. Yep. All so, right. Fine. There's my I'll recommendation for the day. <laughs> I want to have a friend by the end of the day. So, so somebody friend me, damn it. Uh, I'm gonna go on here and I'll I'll do like flyover farm. Okay, and so I'll be on there as flyover farm, and then people can. And the interesting thing is, you can't take more than a picture a day. That's the other thing. You can't flood your friends. You do one picture a day. <laughs> that's it in the two minute window. So that's kind of cool too. I like they thought about this. I like it's so anti Instagram. It's great. <laughs> it's just terrific. And, you know, Instagram's also become a marketing thing for companies, right? It's become a big marketing place, an advertisement place. This, I don't know how you would do that. You would have to be prepared because you don't know when the two minutes is coming. So I don't think it's going to get spammy, which is kind of cool, too. Hey, you know what Instagram causes in some people? Just what you said, anxiety. Well, there was a question from an auditor, and I wanted to know if you could handle it. uh, Because I thought it was an interesting question. She said... What do you do to conquer anxiety in the saddle? My boy is coming home from the trainer soon. I'm so excited, but so anxious for the first time as a rider. I'm a confident rider normally, but I've always trained my own horses, and this is different. So it must be a new horse to her that is coming from a trainer. I don't think it's you. Any tips to handle a new relationship? So, as uh, sorry, I'm be reeling right now. Uh, so <laughs> I have to read this here. <laughs> Um, it takes some so, time to set it up, so you're going to want to do that. Too. Yeah, so I'll just set the phone up. But it was like, your code is coming in 12 <laughs> seconds. Yes, I have to post it. Um, okay, so this horse is coming home from a trainer. And she seems like she's ridden a bunch. And but her the, own the horses. T- tips yeah. of a new relationship. What I got is like... Because you do this every day. <laughs> new relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's it's constant. So I mean, I start when they come to me. I start every horse with a join up, and you can go look at Monty Roberts University to make sure you get it right because there's there's a science to it. Uh, so I start everyone with the join ups just so they know that I speak their language. I'm not going to force them to speak English. I'm going to speak horse. And by doing that, you get to see a lot of their kind of behaviors. Like this, this mare that I have, I have a Tennessee walking horse mare that's here for training. And she is, I mean, she was a Tennessee walking horse mare. 
you know, and she probably lived the big lick lifestyle. And then she went on to be bred and she was bred so much. It almost killed her. She's a full tear. Like the back end is one thing. Like it's she's a mess. And I get, I gauge horses a lot by how their join up goes. A lot of these race horses come to me and you put them in there and they fly around. Blah, 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 blah. And then you ask them to join up and they're like, Oh, thank God this mare. I've, Sent her around, sent her around, did all the things I'm supposed to do. And then I asked, invited her to come to me. And she just stood plastered against the wall, the, the round pin. And I walk in front of her and she just look away. Like it was the weirdest thing. I'm standing in front of her and she'd like look behind her. And then I would kind of go around behind her and she'd look to the front. Like you're not, you're not there. I don't see you. And so you can <laughs> kind of gauge their responsiveness to you by doing that join up and kind of getting an idea of how willing they are. But sounds like your horse has been at a trainer in this situation and, and, and it should hopefully come home trained. Uh, so if you are a confident rider and you're unsure of a horse, let me tell you what I did. I'm just going to make it all about me. I'm going to tell you what I did with Julie yesterday. My Philly, she has had a week off. She's three years old. And I was like, let's just see what can happen, you know? And so I, I got, got on her in the round pen, small area. And I was like, we're just going to walk, turn, stop, and go. And we walked to the right and I walked to the left and we stopped and we backed up and we went forward and I did that. And I was like, okay, I'm bored. So then I rode her out into the arena where we walked and we stopped and we turned and we backed up and, 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 and I just do things. My advice would be do something until you're bored. I had a really incredibly bad fall jumping a horse many years ago, like super bad. And this piece of advice was given to me because then I had to mirror my warm blood and like, it was time to start jumping him. And I was my last experience jumping. I hit the dirt and like got run over. I it was like, just like really bad fall. So I was like, I want to jump, but like, I'm scared. And my coach at the time said, you know what? We're going to set up tiny cross rails. And you're going to jump tiny cross rails. You may jump tiny cross rails forever, but what's going to happen is you're going to jump tiny cross rails and then you're going to get bored. <laughs> and then you're going to put them up higher because you're bored because you're confident at that moment, what you're doing, you're confident because you've done it a thousand times and repetition and consistency and patience are the ways of horse they should be the ways of horses and the ways of horse people patient consistent you know constantly doing the same thing and then you're going to be like oh my god i'm so tired like with julie Ezra, i was like okay i'm tired of walking let's try the trot and so i just tried the trot and and the two or three times i've trotted her before i mean it was like a drunk toddler she did not balance me she was just like go she would go and then she would stop and then she would lurch forward and then stop. And I was like, you know what? Now that we've walked and turned and all this, maybe you're understanding your balance a little bit better. And we'll try. And I just started trotting and it was great. So I was really pleased with how well it went, but I just do things until you're bored with it because then you're not anxious about that because you're bored with it. Does that make sense? Glenn? Mm -hmm. It makes perfect sense. It yeah, means you so know like, what you're doing if you're bored, right? You're not thinking about it. it. It's become subconscious rather yeah. than conscious. 
Exactly. Your muscle memory knows exactly what you're doing and you can respond. And it is much easier to be insecure in a small area to where the horse doesn't have the ideas of like, oh, big, wide open field. Like, I'm not going to take like when I started baby Groot, who was my makeover horse, I didn't have a barn or an arena. And I was like, well, 20 acres it is, buddy. And whoo. That was tough. (laughs) I would not (laughs) recommend starting a baby racehorse in 20 acres. So find yourself a small area. Find yourself a place that you're comfortable and confident and just repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat until you're like, oh, my God, I can't wash my hair again. Let's do something else. I used to to teach the confidence model in sales. It was the same way. Do you know the the levels of uh, confidence? I don't, but Un- I'm going to get a pen. Unconscious incompetence is the first level. You're uncon- you just don't know what you don't know, right? So you're unconsciously incompetent. You just don't know what you don't know. Are there conscious incompetence? Then conscious incompetence is the next level. Oh, okay. And, and that's actually where this rider is, right? They're consciously incompetent. They know what they don't know. Right. Yeah. And then conscious competence is what you 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 then are consciously competent. You you can do what you do, and you're thinking about it. You become competent, but you're still thinking about it. And then mm-hmm. unconscious competence is the last level, and that is where <gasps> you were talking about. You were when you get bored, you're unconsciously competent because you're not thinking about it anymore. It becomes muscle memory, and you don't have to concentrate on it and you know hurt yourself concentrating on it. It's unconscious competence. So those are the levels, and that applies to anything you do in life. So in sales, we taught it that we taught it that way too. Is you you in a sales process, you're bringing somebody that doesn't know anything about what you're selling them. You have to bring them through these four levels till they're ready to buy. So dude, forget sales, sales schmales. Like that's a really good (laughs) writing. Look at you doing a training tip. Glenn. (laughs) Well, I taught these for a lot of years, so I know, I know the, I know the levels. Yeah. So that's how everybody learns everything. Right. And sometimes we never get to the third and fourth level. Sometimes we never we never achieve it. And then other times we get to the fourth level and we don't even know we have because we're not thinking about it anymore. Well, and I think part of the writing thing, too, with with all these competency levels is with the pressure we put on ourselves in this Instagram world or the Mm -hmm. pressure we put on ourselves, which is like people are watching me. I'm just walking. You know what? Screw those people. Don't worry about what they say. Who cares? Who cares what everybody thinks? You have one life. You live it the way you want to live it. You don't need to go, you know what? I haven't cantered. You know what? I haven't cantered Julie yet and I've had her two months. It's okay. It's fine. All that that matters is what's better for my horse and what's better for me. And it doesn't matter what railbirds say. Just you be you, baby. Okay. I'm declaring this show now. We are not an Instagram show. We are a be live show. Because we keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> I think horses go through this level of learning too. You know, they get to the point where they can do something without thinking about it. They actually go through these four levels because they don't know what they Absolutely. don't know at the beginning, right? So, so now you have two different thinking beings that are going through these four levels hopefully simultaneously, right? But it's not always simultaneously. Sometimes you figure it out before the horse, or sometimes the horse figures it out before you do. And then you don't even realize they figured it out because you're still working on it. 
So it's it's interesting when you take a look at this in relationship to training horses or, you know, a dog or whatever, you know, something that also thinks. Um, yeah, I always found this fascinating, about the most fascinating things I taught, actually, in my old career before before all of this. You're setting up V-Live, aren't you? Yes, I am. I just <laughs> took a picture of you in the corner of my computer. It's making me do it right now. Send. But no, I don't have any friends, so who who's going to see uh, this well, thing? See, now, I can friend you. This is so boring for everybody listening right now. Glenn? Uh, Glenn the Geek's all one word. I did all one word. How oh, do I Glenn? find you? Um, search Glenn, by name. Uh, what are you, Flyover Farm? Yes. I don't even know if you farm yet. All one word, Flyover Farm. Yes, one word. So boring. This is like the worst show. <laughs> I found you. <laughs> Add friend. I have a friend. Look, I achieved my goal for the day. I have one friend. I'm ca- oh, we're friends. We're our only friends. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't you see your picture, picture yet, but oh, uh, maybe well. maybe it'll pop in. <laughs> okay. So, yes, I think that's really good advice. Do that. And if you have any more questions, let us know. I mean, again, just do what you want to do. Don't worry about anybody. I think that's gonna, that would be like the biggest challenge is and i still have that challenge here too with horses that i have in training like say i have farm boy and farm boy just saw me walk julie around for the 900th time you know what second farm boy that's what we're doing today not that he would ever say anything like that ever but anyway that's kind of how it goes like you know what like my husband will go out there and i would be jumping and he goes, put it up higher just do it higher come on you know what shut it you don't, you know, you're not here. This is me. This is my existence on this horse. And I know what's best for me. And I know what's most comfortable. You should see how much I'm talking with my hands right now. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> hey, your picture came through. I just liked it. Oh, oh, look, I just got an emote. I think says Glenn just reacted to your be real. Now did, the, oh, I see you doing thumbs up. Yep. This is going to be fun. I need more friends. Though. I can't I just need more you friends than time. you and I. <laughs> So somebody please download it today and friend us. <laughs> I'm all I'm Glenda Geek, all one word. She's Flyover Farm, all one word. We need more friends, please, because we're not an Instagram group over here. <laughs> we're more of a no, the, group. you'll see what I'm actually in my pajamas <laughs> <laughs> sitting in front of this computer. All right, let's do really bad. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Pay it. I say, pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but. He can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right, it's time for Really Bad Ads. That time of the week when listeners submit ads for Craigslist or Facebook, and they're usually selling a horse or a horse trailer or something farm-like. And uh, we just have a little fun with them. And horselovers.com, horselovers with a Z.com, over 120,000 products for sale on their website. One of the largest online websites for horse people in the world. 
actually supports us and provides the products that we give away every month. To be eligible, you have to submit an ad to Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com, and you get put on a list, and then we pick numbers, and we pick names, and we pick winners at the end of every month. And Jamie's going to tell us about the first product, uh, or the first item that we have that we're going to give away this month, while I turn on my fan because I'm dying of heat in here. Okay, but also let me say, too, that if you are submitting an ad, you you get an entry. You get one entry for each ad you send. If you record the ad into your phone, you get two entries for that ad. If you record the ad into your phone and you have an accent, three entries. Or no, if you do an accent. What do we think, Glenn, about the if they already have an accent? Is that three entries? Yeah, I think so, because if they have a really cool accent, we want to hear it anyway, right? So Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't hide your accent. <laughs> Come on, Laureen, get in there with some <laughs> New Jersey accents and we'll Australia, give Australia, New Zealand, England, we want to hear from all of you. Well, we had, we had a young lady send us one last week that she actually spoke with the Southern accent. And I was like, oh, she did an accent, triple the entries. Uh, she wrote me and she was like, no, that's how I talk. <laughs> Well, we'll give it to okay, you anyway. Well, we'll give it to you anyway. Uh, the first prize is Oak Ladies Ridge Waterproof Boot with Compression Socks. Designed for all-day 100% waterproof comfort with lightweight molded footbeds, antimicrobial moisture management inserts. Keep your feet feeling fresh all day while the durable outsoles provide traction in muddy or wet weather conditions. These things look like they could walk through, like what you were talking about, muddy trails. You yeah. know, like yeah. It's pretty impressive. And those are from horselovers.com. And also a Shelby Young three-book gift package. It's a three-book set of her work. She's an amazing, amazing artist, and she has the Winnie Nicker Nay book series. One book is highlighting her work painting the American Mustang. She actually went out there to the plains and painted the Mustang, and she put it in a book. The other two books are children's books. You can she- find them all at horseloverswithaz.com. All right. Do you want to do your thanks? Before we no, get no, to we're, no, we'll do this first. So, uh, I also submitting the ones we didn't get to today, we can't get to all of them because there's always so many. Steph, Olivia, and Kayla sent in ones that we couldn't get to today. You are entered for the prize. Yeah. All right. The first one comes from Allie, and this is a Facebook ad. Oh, Lord. Ain't just a paint, aka Splash, is available. JC and APHA Mare. Oh, that's a great paint name ain't just a paint because it's also jockey club also we bought her from canada she was owned by a jockey slash trainer on the track they had her in track training but there's no punctuation by the way (laughs) they had her in track training but i have no clue what type of training she has or hasn't had well if she was on the track probably race training it's not really dressage there uh we bought her to be a broodmare (laughs) she is a cribber we didn't know that when we got her. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, she, she's apparently not a good broodmare. She's a cribber. She doesn't ride. And they want you to buy her. I didn't yeah. see how much, though, did they? She's a deal. What a deal. Yeah. I didn't really say how much. So oh, I love these posts. This, this chick posts all the time. Not well, Hannah, but the person who actually... Hannah sent this one in. And I'm not even going to read the description because it, it's... What the picture shows is a whole bunch of horse items for sale. I don't even see who because it's cut off. I can't see who. So who posts these? But it's on Facebook, right? It's usually right? on like English Tack Trader uh, Facebook page. It's a chick that will post like uh, 
photos of uh, like jackets and shirts and she lays them all on the ground and somewhere i think she calls it her pancake potato or something lays down in the midst of all of the things so carry on yeah it's her big fat fat white and black cat who lay who's laying upside down in the middle of the breeches uh so this cat shows up in every picture yes (laughs) and some various uh something this is instagrammable here this is the the cat yeah i'm gonna try to find him because she actually has a name for the cat it's like something like Something potato. Okay, or... the show coat's not cheap. New with tags, retailed four hundred. Well, she's asking two twenty five. That's not bad. It's brand new. So it's like it's free, Glenn. It's yeah, a it discount. Is. Yeah, it's okay. not too bad. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, All right. And I don't know which. Again, I don't know which page it is because it doesn't show. I can't yeah. help you. Um, the next one comes from Faye, and this is horses for discussion in South Carolina, <laughs> North Carolina. And Georgia. I gave you this one because it's Georgia, but oh my God. <laughs> Good luck. Okay. Uh, what is the beginning? It's her, his, I assumed it was the person's name and a gut blanked and They out. Blank, yeah. blanked it out. Okay. Come here looking for a horse for his daughter. That must be somebody's name. Like say, Glenn, come here looking for a horse for his daughter. And he said, I need something that ain't craving no country. I bought this gelding yesterday, sight unseen, and they said he was once a Western pleasure horse and about 17 years old. Well, y'all, I think he's closer to 24 years old and definitely ain't craving no country. In other words, ain't going to run off with the kids. You put your three or four-year-olds on him, he going to be all right where you left him. If you want something... To just maybe ease around the yard or the pen and not run off. This is him. He's got some, S-U-M, hair rubbed up behind both elbows. And he didn't cost much and I don't want much. He just needs feeding and loving. Way under a thousand. That's all one word. <laughs> a thousand spelled out. Way under Way a under. <laughs> She's going to put the price. What did it, what did the first paragraph have to do with the rest? I don't know. I don't know, Glenn, because he just come here looking for a horse for his daughter that one don't want no country. I've never heard that statement when either. when it, something runs away, it's you, just craving country. <laughs> craving no, I've never country. heard of that. I've never heard that life. either. Mm-mm. That was a new one for me. Rebecca calls much. He just wants feeding and loving. Feeding and loving. Put the kids on, and the kids will be sitting there at the same spot because the horse won't have moved. Probably foundered. Uh, Rebecca has the next one: Northern New Mexico and Southern Colorado horses. God, there's a Facebook group for everything. I'm helping a friend say I'm helping a friend sell his bay thoroughbred. He ain't or he. Well, let me try let to start me, over. Me, this has no for you. punctuation. B a y t h e r o b r e e d. That's all one word. It is. I'm bay helping a friend thero. say yeah. his, sell his bay thoroughbred. He don't have time for him no more, and want him to go to a better home. He is friendly and he is a nice hire. Stand about sixteen hh for any questions. Send me a message. I have questions. I have lots of questions. I have lots of questions. Uh, Nicole sent the... Oh, dear God. They just never end, Glenn. The bad trailers never end. You know how we usually have, like, convertible trailers where there's, like, no roof or, like, the back doors are taking off or the sides even missing? This is a first. 
It is. For the first time ever, the entire front is missing from the trailer. <laughs> the rest is there's there. There's a roof. There's walls. There's back doors. But there's, you know, the typical round front horse trailer. Ain't no front. <laughs> the, Nothing round. It looks like there's even a floor and the tires have air. <laughs> but the floor is, might not be trustworthy. Uh, it's a... There is no way this, if this is 1990, this thing has seen some bad days. <laughs> Old horse trailer project just needs gone some welding work. No, no, no. Already took off most of rusty metal. Has two layers of wood flooring. Prices OBL. You know why there's two layers? Because one went bad and they're like, just yeah, slap just some more on top, on top of yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> That'll That's be not- fine. <laughs> It's easier to put oh, one on top. This thing is terrible. Yeah, you're going to have a rough time stopping quick. Your horses will be in the back of your truck. <laughs> be like, <laughs> what do you guys do back here? Cool. You to drive? Awesome. This is in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Oak Ridge, Tennessee. It there is a good a, deal, though. Only $600. How many bad trailers are there in this country? I you keep thinking this? we're going to run out. We've done thousands. <laughs> it shows you how many people saved this post, and 53 people saved that post to that horse trailer. So 53 people were going to talk to their kin about getting that done. Hey, oh. Bubba, mm. can you do this? No, oh, Dale. Can't. <laughs> oh, down below it says $600? Are it's you only six hundred dollars. What a deal! <laughs> uh, Jessica sent the next ad in, and it's a uh, four hundred dollars and snow camp. This is a Craigslist ad. Where's snow I'll camp? Look, I'll look that up. Sounds Canadian. It does. Yeah, I'll look it up. A up for sale is the seven-year-old mild-mannered horse. Oh, dot, stop! Dot, dot, stop! My. Stop! Snow camps in North Carolina, so you need an accent. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> we can't get out of the South today, y'all. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I'm from Georgia. Come on. Boy, I was thinking snow camp in Canada. There's going to be snowy. No. $400 in snow camp up for sale is a seven-year-old mild-mannered horse. Dot, dot, dot. My uncle, of course, my uncle. You know it's Southern if they're saying my uncle. My uncle asked me to post this for him, and I will be attaching his contact information below, comma, no space. He had a trainer come out and look the horse over, and he said it's seven years old and would be good for walking. Not sure what he was talking about, but he referred to her as a half horse and half pony. (laughs) (laughs) That is a very thorough trainer that you had come out to consult half horse half pony <laughs> i don't know what the hell it is y'all but it ain't full horse nor it ain't full pony okay it's half and half we paid a professional to come on out and take a look at him and he's seven years old that's what the trainer said and then he won't tell me that it ain't no horse and it ain't no pony it's half horse half pony i mean what the hell who would do that Why'd you need something that's half horse and half pony? I'll tell you, I bought this horse. They told me it was a quarter horse and he was 14 years old and he was dead broke. And I'll tell you what, he ain't. He ain't dead broke. He's just a half horse, half pony. And that sucker run away with you. Yeah, I made all that up. <laughs> Snow Here camp, by the way. I, uh, You know how when you look something up on Google, it has little questions. And one of the questions is, what is there to do in Snow Camp, North Carolina? Ain't nothing to do, y'all. <laughs> no, that is not true. Uh, it, the first thing on the list is the original Hollywood horror show. It sounds like oh. something you'd have in Snow Camp as a horror show. So there That's you go. where they filmed Deliverance, y'all. <laughs> I got to tell you what, I'm going to, I got to tell you, next month I got to go see my dad uh, for his birthday. And I'll tell you what, to end it off. But anyway, point is, we're going to Madison, Georgia. 
Okay. Madison, Madison now, Georgia. I called my brother because my brother was going to meet me there. He's going to pick me up from the airport and take me out to Madison, Georgia. And I was like, what are you, what are we going to do? He's like, nothing. And I was like, what do you mean we're not going to do anything? He's like, there's nothing to do. Nothing. It's <laughs> like, so any listeners around Madison, Georgia, if y'all could tell me something to do, ain't nothing to do, apparently. Okay, uh, so I looked up Madison, Georgia, and one of the questions is, is Madison, is- Georgia worth visiting? Do you want to hear the answer? Uh, I don't know. Um, in Madison, Georgia, you can witness the power of tireless historic preservation efforts. I'm asleep already. Of southern <laughs> architecture. Uh. <laughs> Are you serious? That's I'm what supposed it said. to watch tireless yes. efforts of preservation <laughs> efforts? Yes. Tireless. I don't even oh, know. Madison is on the Antebellum Trail and is known for its beautiful antebellum homes. There you go. <laughs> You know what? I didn't. I did find out that you know what we can do in Madison, Georgia, is we can drive to Athens and go to a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a new fantastic piece. We're going to see it today. You can go see that. Oh, Debbie, send in the next one. Horse, one hundred seventy-five dollars. Horse for sale. Female. Healthy. No worms. I don't have any idea about horses. Please just text, and I, I don't answer calls. Did you do a fecal test to make sure that your horse that was a female? She doesn't know anything about horses. I doubt she did a fecal test. I doubt she knows. She they ain't looked got at no the worms. poop and said, "No worms." I'll see no worms in that. Kick it around a little bit. All right, uh, Diane sent the next one, and this is in Sarasota, Florida. Doctor Wendy, you could have a mini horse. Mini horse for sale, three hundred fifty dollars. I have. This is what I look for in a horse that I'm going to buy. All it says is, I have a mini horse not broke, needs to be teached, but don't run if you approach him. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as I can get up close to it, that's all I need. I asked 350 OBO. Uh, this horse is from Sam. It's $400 in Billings. I think it's in Montana. Sam, right? I think that's a new submitter. Thank you very much. Also, I think so was Diane. Uh, maybe not Diane. Debbie. Debbie. There you go. And uh, Billings is Montana, right? Yes. 18-month-old have POA half quarter horse stud. How's he a half I'll stud? Oh, half quarter horse stud. I got it. Okay. I was thinking of half a stud. Uh, well-mannered, well-mannered Ben, sidled, bedridden, will reach about 13 hands, has a great start on him. My cousin, which is seven, has been on him many times. Please contact me. No spammers, no emails. If not interested, do not text me. Well, I was going to waste a lot of time texting him, but clearly half he said, P- don't do it. Well-mannered Ben... Siddled, bedridden. Is there a why is the horse bedridden? (laughs) Ben Siddled, bedridden. B E N, like the name. Okay, all right. And oh, when you do voice to text, please read it after to see if it makes sense. Or don't voice to text an ad (laughs) while you're driving. Ben Siddled, bedridden. That's a first. Scott sent this one in. Cheap horse. 200. Where's Humboldt? It's probably Humboldt. $200. Let me look that up and see what we can find out about that. I need to know because this is appearing very Southern. No, it's it's, Humboldt counties in California. uh, Yeah, I don't buy it. 
I think there's a Humboldt, Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Cheap horse, $200 in Humboldt. I have a five-year-old. It's either. (laughs) Okay. It can't be either. (laughs) A horse can't be either of whatever. It's either one or the other. Cheap horse, $200 in Humboldt. I have a five-year-old. It's either a stud or a paint. I'm not sure. It's up to date. And I have a saddle. If you won't, the saddle and the horse, the price is 350 or 350 And it kid broke it. A good horse. It's just eaten me out of house and home. Call or text me. Do we teach English anymore in these schools? Anywhere? I'm so frightened. Is, is Humboldt <laughs> Northern California or Southern? Oh, or I will Central? tell you, Humboldt. What's Humboldt County best known for? Humboldt is best known for its magnificent coastal redwoods. That's where the redwood trees are. It is not known for its high education standards. (laughs) The tallest trees in the world. And two of its major attractions are Redwood National and State Parks and Humboldt's Redwoods State Park. That's where you go see the big-ass trees. All right. Well, there's also, um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, There's also a cheap horse, 200 bucks. Oh, there's a Humboldt City in Kansas. See? Is there? There's a Humboldt, Kansas. Well, Scott, we need to know which one this was, because what's Humboldt, Kansas known for? It probably says right there. What is Humboldt, Kansas known for? While it might not be growing in population. (laughs) 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 People are getting the hell out of here. All right. Are you ready? Humboldt, Kansas is one town that has defied the odds in other ways. (laughs) Drive around town, there's a, wait for it, a coffee shop, a frame shop, a cabinet shop, a shaved ice shop, a candy (laughs) shop, and four restaurants. Hell, I'm planning my trip now. Y'all done sold me on it. It's got more than Madison, Georgia, so there you go. You know what? Maybe I'll tell my dad and meet him there. (laughs) Wow. How far is that? I need to go to there. <laughs> <laughs> Do a live show from Humboldt. <laughs> well, it ain't growing and people are getting out of here. <laughs> we have some restaurants and they're not good. Nobody likes them, but they're here. It, you know where Humboldt uh, is in Kansas? It's about halfway between Iola and Chanute. <laughs> Just north of Petrolia. And let me wow. guess, it's in the flat part. <laughs> I, it just looks like it's just in the in the part. <laughs> it's Kansas. <laughs> Thank you to George from Flintstone Media for helping us out this week. Flintstone By the Media way, if does you live a, in Humboldt, yeah. I would like to hear from you. I don't think George lives there, though. He's in Florida. Florida, yeah. George from Flintstone Media. He does all our production and gets the shows out after we're done making a mess of them. Uh, So, George, (laughs) Coach Jen books our guests. We want to thank Christy from the CHA for her episode this week. Also, Jamie and Monty for yesterday's episode, the Q and A. I hope you enjoyed that. We also want to thank all of our sponsors and especially our auditors for their support and helping pay the bills. I have your quote, and the quote is from Charlie Brown and also from Snoopy. So this is a little Charlie Brown uh, cartoon. And Charlie and Snoopy are looking out at the water, sitting on a dock. And Charlie says, what's the secret to life? And Snoopy says, keep riding even when it bucks. Amen, brother. There you go. Leg on. Snoopy knows. So listen to Snoopy. Keep riding even when it bucks. You guys all have a terrific weekend. We'll be back here on Monday. We're going to start to talk about a little thing happening next weekend.
So we'll be talking a little venting next week uh, because, you know, there's a little thing well, happening next weekend. Me. <laughs> and uh, a lot of you will be there together. So uh, I know you're all looking forward to that and can't wait to fly out. Spade your gills, everybody. Hang on, auditors. Did you know that today at 422? Mm. Well, it's not 420, so you're not getting high. So This morning, I uh, guess, at 422, it was 422, 42222, and 422. So 422, 420. Oh, yeah, you're right, 22. A lot this of twos. Just, yeah, it'll be that way this afternoon, all, right? Yeah. This is the shit my father-in-law feels like texting all the time. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, Look how knowledgeable time. you are now. Do you know what he texts every morning? The weather. He'll text a dad joke. Oh, and <laughs> the like, weather would be more a helpful. Dad joke calendar, <laughs> and so he takes a picture of the dad joke. Oh, on can the calendar. you please tell us what a couple of them were? Do you keep them? Okay. You know, the, yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Never marry a tennis player. Love means nothing to them. Oh, I thought it would have something to do with balls. I was really hoping for a balls comment. My new girlfriend <laughs> works at the zoo. I think she's a keeper. These are dad jokes. <laughs> My nephew does well in marathons, but poorly in the hundred yard dash. He's better off in the long run. These are like eight year old jokes. <laughs> these are they're so painful. I mean, and these come every morning. Do you My friend's bakery to them? no, no. <laughs> My friend's bakery burned down last night. Now his business is toast. <laughs> It wasn't that funny. My friend drove his expensive um, no, it's car into just a tree. Bad. <laughs> My friend drove his expensive car into a tree and found out how his Mercedes Benz. Uh, that one I kind of liked, actually. My dog's not fat. He's just a little husky. <laughs> These are so bad. <laughs> This is the shit that blows up my phone every morning. And what happens, I've had to turn my phone to like silent till like 9 a.m. Because he'll text me on Saturday morning at 7.15. My car the other day only worked. My car only works every other day. I think it might be the alternator. <laughs> Fucking terrible. My boss asked me to attach two pieces of wood together. I nailed it. <laughs> so I just looked up. I just Googled worst jokes ever. Most people are shocked when they found out how bad an electrician I am. <laughs> 115 of the worst jokes ever. And they're right up the same alley as yours right there. Long fairy tales have a tendency to dragon. Drag on. <laughs> I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he laced them with, but I was tripping all day. <laughs> Looking for a hot date? Pick any day in August. They don't get much hotter than that. <laughs> that's not even fun. Like, that's not even actually at all humorous. How did he miss this one? Why did a golfer change his pants? Because he got a hole in one. Just burn my Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> Should have put it on a Aloha temperature. What? What? This one I don't understand at all. It really is bad. <laughs> Uh, what do you get? You can guess this one. What do you get when you cross a snowman with a vampire? I don't Th this know. is a Lucas joke. <laughs> Frostbite. 
Oh God. I just burned <laughs> 2000 calories, Glenn. That's the last time I leave brownies in the oven while I nap. <laughs> so bad. Why Your don't turn? they play poker in the jungle? Too many cheetahs. <laughs> Your delivery of that was impressive, actually. Um, I waited. The, I gave it the pause. A, I don't even get this one. If someone's playing again, these are all <laughs> screenshot. Like these are photographs of his daily calendar. If someone's playing a subpar round of golf, are they playing well or playing poorly? What? Because it's subpar. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why shouldn't you write with a broken pencil? Because it's pointless. If you ever feel cold, <laughs> just stand in a corner. They're usually around 90 degrees. <laughs> a ham sandwich walks into a bar and orders a beer. The bartender says, sorry, we don't serve food here. If a child <laughs> refuses to sleep during nap time, are they guilty of resisting arrest? <laughs> when when is your door not actually a door when it's actually a jar ice hockey <laughs> what a cool sport I can't make this shit up <laughs> oh that was the end of the joke I was waiting yeah, for the next one <laughs> a communist joke isn't funny unless everyone gets it that's a that's a political joke right there Sorry. I started sleeping in our fireplace now I sleep like a log. <laughs> I used to have a job at a calendar factory, but I got the sack because I took a couple of days off. When she saw all the madness around her, March said, what's all that bracket? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Did you hear about the two thieves who stole a calendar? They each got six months. I'm on a seafood diet. Every time I see food, I eat it. <laughs> These are the, mine are just as bad as yours. I am listening. I am list uh, actually on a UK news site where they're listening, listing the 115 worst jokes ever. And they're right up there with yours. So yours are on that list. They got to be on here somewhere. I've been looking for some new hunting gear. Good camouflage is hard to find. You want to hear a pop culture one? Why did Adele cross the road? To say hello from the other side. At least yours are question and answer. These are just <laughs> stupid statements. Ready? <laughs> okay. I wrote a song about a tortilla. Well, actually, it's more of a rap. <laughs> it's not funny. Quit fucking laughing. Why? They're just funny because they're so stupid. Uh, why don't oysters donate to charity? Because they're shellfish. I'm no cheetah. <laughs> You're lying. How can you find... Oh, no, I'm not going to read that one. <laughs> I watched a documentary last night about how ships are made. Riveting. <laughs> what do you call a belt made of watches? A waste of time. Get it? Waste of time. Belt on watches. Watch that was bad. 
I was happy to hear that Humpty Dumpty had a great fall after such a lousy spring and summer. <laughs> These have been texted Every day. to me for months. But you look forward to them now in the morning, don't you? No. <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. I can't read anymore. I have to pee. What does a what car? Got? What what uh, kind of car does an egg drive? And a yolk's wagon. Oh God! <laughs> there, that that ends the bad ones. That's some bad jokes. Two blondes uh, walked into a bar. The yeah. brunette ducked. Ah! All right. See you, everybody. Have a good weekend. Bye.